speak another day. Yes. Yahoo! Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, I, I, I saw the text message after the thing. I was had to help mommy with something. No, no, no. It's the song. I'm singing. It's been a long time coming. Because, again, cause technically we actually are doing something that we just did, but it's going to come back later for them. It's been a long time. We're recording in bulk for once, which is a good thing for us because we need time. But which pretty much is what other podcasters do all the time. We, we just don't do this. We just do this for the first time. So it's like, okay, yeah, this works. I have no idea why I'm doing this with my face. <laughs> because you are you. And it, it's the, sa- the same reason why I changed my wig because I didn't have to, but I, I wanted to just so it looked like it's something different, even though for us it's the same day, for them it's a different week. <laughs> what you see is what you get. <laughs> Sorry. I am such a hot mess. Mm. But anywho, we got stuff to do. So let's, let's get let's get let's go. Do your thing, host. Whoa. Okay, so basically, hello and welcome to Golly Spiritual Ladies. I'm one of your co-hosts, Wonderland, and that is Sheila over there acting a fool. As Y'all. normal. And we're here to rant and rave about God's word and our weeks and life and in general and stuff. Yeah, I like that. Rant and rave, because that's what we do. We rant and then we rave and we talk about that. We've been saying for years. No, we were, we've been saying we rant. I said the rave part. Oh, we raving now? Yeah, why not? Not that. This is not Jersey Shore. Oh, oh, sorry. I said wrong raving. I said rave about God's word. Yeah, wrong raving. <laughs> anyway, so as for our stats this week, we don't have any. <laughs> no, because it's the same from the last episode. So if you want to know what it was. Check the last episode, it's the same one. <laughs> it ain't changed. Yeah, on the same day. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, pretty much. This is, uh, I just, so if you're curious of that mystery, go back and subscribe <laughs> and follow if you're on Spotify. If you're on YouTube, right? Even if you thought we were like one, yes. you want them algorithm. No, but um. No, our viewership has actually gone up on Spotify because the last one that we did had five views. Because we did it. Yeah, because I'm like, usually our views come from all the places that we post, and I'm like, oh, wait, there's actual numbers on this one. I was like, ooh. You will find us anywhere, people. Mm-hmm. Anywhere and everywhere you can get a podcast at. We can do that. Yes, we, we're yeah. one of the millions of podcasters and everybody does stuff, but we're one of the, uh, you know, I will sidetrack, say something, because again, I always sidetrack. So this thing I'm just eating, because I had it for, it was for my lunch, which was technically my breakfast. We was at, I was at some like dim sum type of place. Now, it looked like it was fruit, like a dessert type of thing, wrapped up in, you know, those, those uh, wonton type, like uh, wrapped, fried with some sesame seeds on the top. So I'm thinking, no, black sesame seeds. So I'm thinking it's, it's, a, it's, it's a dessert. So when I ask what it is, they say banana. So I'm like, all right, game, it's, it's a dessert. It's not a dessert. It's banana. It's banana with shrimp. I ain't gonna lie, it tastes good. <laughs> it actually tastes good. Well, see, I make that face because I already I don't like banana. What? Well, well, I I I I I like my potassium. If it's a certain oh, no, type of banana, I can can't I can handle. No, no, perfectly understand. It's just that personally, moi, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. banana. 
No. It's surprising me that this actually combination actually tastes good. Banana and sugar. Yeah. It was quite delish. I only had one. It comes with three, but I'm game. I thought it was just going to be fruit. Anywho. But yeah, that was sidetracked. <laughs> anyway. Oh, uh, if y'all noticed from the last episode, I'm actually wearing my glasses because these are new. I just got yeah. these. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can actually see now because I know I'm always on this thing. I don't have my glasses on, but I could actually see and stuff, you know. So that is what it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sheila's ready to get back into the get to the get good. So I'm going to mute. And I'm going to pray. <laughs> The words were literally coming out of my mouth. I know, that's why I thought it was kind of funny because you said it as, I, as we said it, so it's kind of like almost a unison, you know what I'm saying? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I do this to her all the time, as y'all know. We're going to lift the hands to the heavens. We're going to spread y'all. Hallelujah. Let him use you. Yeah, because you feeling it. I'm feeling it. You feeling it. We feeling it, right? Because why? God is good. God is great. God is omnipotent. Sometimes also God is funny as heck. Right? Right? Gonna take you from emotional issues, right? Now, we are grateful that God has given us the grace and the ordination to discuss what's really in our heart. And we're continuing with Ruth. Understanding the sisterhood, understanding that feminine love for each other as women. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is good. God is good. Now, before the Lord gets me sidetracked, because God can do that to us and stuff, we're going to give grace. We thank you so much for everything that we get, everything that we have, every, everything is given to us by the ability that you give to us as human beings for our life to just pour out when we do your will. When we sing your praises, when we sing and joyously dance within the spirits, God is good. God is awesome. Even when there are things that hurt us so much, God is still there. We have to know what trials are and tribulations. To know what the good is when we have it. Don't think God has forsaken anyone. Let us thank God. Everything we have. Healing, finance, protection, and shelter. Let us all say amen and amen. Amen. Okay, so now what we're going to do... While Sheila's over there having a, a song fest, we are going to do part two of chapter one um, of Ruth. So Sheila's going to take it away from this now. Oh, and we're still in the message. We're going to stay in the message for the whole time. We're not going to switch out, but we're going to be in the message. All right. So where we left off in last episode, 
we were actually at chapter one, verse 18, moving forward. All right. So when Ruth said the beautiful thing that she said, dire, 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 dire thing that she said, ride or die. That's like the speech for women. Ride or die speech for women. Okay. I'm with you to the end. Where you die, I die. Where you buried, I'm buried. Hello? Ride or die. So when Naomi saw that Ruth had her heart set on going with her, she gave in. What the heck she gonna do? I can't. If I start walking, are you still walking behind me? What am I supposed to do? Okay. So, the two of them traveled on to Bethlehem. Okay. So, when they arrived in Bethlehem, the whole town was buzzing. Oh, my God. Who is this? Is this really you? Are, is this our Naomi girl? How you been? Where you been? What's up, what's up all this time? Well, she said, don't call me Naomi. <laughs> call me bitter. Ooh, girl. Oh. Ouch, the strong one has dealt me a bitter blow. Okay, that's what she said. That's what she said. I left here full of life, and God has brought me back with nothing but the clothes on my back. Why would you call me Naomi? God certainly doesn't. The strong one ruined me. What I said before, people. God is always there. But you see, Ruth come back home. You know, people always want to talk, right? Girl, how you doing? Where you been? Oh, I don't see her husband. I don't see her husband. I don't see her kids. Oh, what's this? What's going on? What's going on, Ruthie? What's going on, Naomi? What's going on? What's up, Naomi? Cut that, cut that gossip to the quick. No, 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 no. Don't call me. Don't call me by my name, okay? Don't call me by my name. Call me a bitter bitch. <laughs> if you have to call me better. Because God, now, you see how she calls God out as the strong one. Because God is strong. She didn't say God is weak. She said strong one. Strong one done dealt me a bit of blow. Okay. My life was full. Her life is still full, but she don't see that yet. Keep that in mind. She can't see that yet. Her vision is cut. Okay. Because she's coming from a place of, of hurt. And girlfriend is hurting. And I think this is another reason, again, why it's good that she had Ruth. So she didn't even want to be called by her name. Don't call me out by my name. Because that's not how I'm feeling. I don't feel like myself. Don't call me that. I don't feel. I just don't feel like I did before. Okay? And so... Naomi was back, right, in her hometown. And Ruthie, Ruth was a foreigner, but she was with her back in the country. But you know what? When they arrived in Bethlehem, it was actually the time for the beginning of harvest, the barley harvest. So keep this in mind because barley was important, okay? So it so happened, right, that Naomi had a relative by marriage. I mean, people got cousins, right? <laughs> cousins, in-laws, that's the whole thing. Ruth, her relative, technically, by marriage. A man, a prominent and rich, connected man from her husband's family, okay? And his name was Boaz. 
Now it's good to know them rich relatives, okay? <laughs> Sometimes you're gonna need them. Sometimes you never know. You ain't talk to them all the time, but you're gonna you never know, okay? So one day, right? They settled up in this town, you know, they're back home in Naomi's place, right? So one day, Ruth, okay, said to Naomi, I got to look for work. <laughs> I'm going to go to work. I'm going to go out and I'm going to glean among the hills, okay? Following after the harvesters who would treat me kindly, okay? Because <laughs> it's like, look, they don't know me and I don't know them, but everybody in this town knows that I came with you, right? So what's she going to do? After whatever the harvesters don't pick up, the little, you know, whatever the left behinds, the left behinds, okay? She gonna pick them up, provided the harvesters look favorable on her, that they don't, you know, say, hey, 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 don't touch my stuff, don't touch my stuff. You're not even good enough for my left behinds. So she's expecting these people who Naomi comes from, who she holds Naomi up to an exaltation, okay? To be a kind person. So she's expecting these people to treat her kindly, okay? Because these are her, her mother's uh, 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 kin. Okay, okay, hold on. Okay, so gleaning was a common practice back then. This I remember from, from church, so I'm going to say this part here. So gleaning was a common practice from people back then. What would happen is that it was for the poor and the unmarried and the widowed and basically everybody who ain't had nothing. So what they would do is they would purposely leave a couple of stalks and some stuff out there so people would have stuff for the winter to eat and everything. So if they if they liked you, they would say they would let you follow behind them and pick up what they dropped. Because if not, they would pick up every grain that was there. But they would purposely leave stuff there for the other people. You know, the widow and stuff. Basically what Naomi and Ruth are. But as Sheila was Sheila was alluding to is that she's a foreigner. Basically, she was a Yankee in a Red Sox nation. Okay, I'm listening to sports on the other side there. That's why I'm saying that. So, it's just like, you know, like how Brooklyn people don't like the Bronx because it's scary. Because it is. Like that. <laughs> I know that. That's why I said it. It's the Bronx. It's still wild, wild and free up there. I ain't been there in years and I still find it scary. That's an ingrained Brooklyner in me, okay? It is. It so is. You know, you go I, everywhere but the Bronx. I'll keep my tea in, in Queens, but I don't know about the Bronx. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. If you're going to the Bronx, you're going to meet somebody that you know. It'd be like an in and out type of thing, okay? I know. And we already said that these people don't normally get along. Exactly. So that's why I wanted to stop and explain that just a little bit more. Please continue. So Naomi has said, go ahead, my dear daughter. Go ahead, go ahead. You know, because <laughs> tricks got to eat. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> Ruth set out and she went and started gleaning in the field, following in the wake of the harvesters. So that tells you right there, they allowed her to do so. Eventually, she ended up in the part of the field owned by Naomi's uh, family relation, Boaz. Okay. All right. A little later, Boaz came out from Bethlehem greeting his harvesters. Okay. Because he wasn't in that area. So he came out into the fields and said, God be with you. And they replied, and God bless you. Okay. 
And this is why we also say that to this day still, because we, we, we still say that kind of term of, you know, hello, hello. I'm letting you know, God be with you and God bless you. Okay, hallelujah. Uh, so Boaz asked his young servant, he's like, who was uh, the foreman over the farm, Hans, who, who, who that young woman over there? Uh, where'd she come from? <laughs> like, like, who that chick? Who that girl? La, 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 la. So <laughs> the foreman said, oh, that's the Moabite girl. Right, she she didn't say her name was Ruth, or she didn't say Naomi's daughter. Or no, 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 that's the Moabite girl, who was the one that came with Naomi out the out the country of Moab. I mean, I mean, she said you she's a Moabite girl from Moab. Hello, she asked, and she asked permission. Let me glean, okay, and gather among the sheaves following after your harvester. She been at it steady ever since early morning until now. Without so much as a break. Girl, I ain't even take a bathroom. She may have had a tinkle on the side, you know, being lady and respectful. But girlfriend was, I'm going to take care of my mother. I'm going to make sure she fed. And I ain't going to say nothing. I'm not going to complain about nothing. I'm going to do what I got to do. That was Ruth. Again, Ruth was a strong woman. Go out your life from your people's. Marry somebody who is not of your people, all right? Love his family dearly. Love his mother dearly, okay? Lose your man, but still follow your mother-in-law. And then you go to work. You go to work to feed you both. Ain't no complaint. No complaint. If she ain't a strong woman, I don't know what is. Well, I believe this is a K-drama out there somewhere. Somebody done went to China, Korea, Japan. And you know we love our K-dramas. There's a drama out there somewhere that somebody had to learn a new language and stay there and work and, and sew eyes on um, plush mellows or something like that. I was like, I know it's out there somewhere. What do y'all but, but see, the thing is, it, what, what, and it's funny because the way when you put it out that way, this is a repetitive of life. Yes. This is how life be. When things happen, you tossing me some lemons. Guess what? I'm going to have to make some lemonade. I'm about to buy me some water. Okay? Exactly. Get me some sugar, some sugar cane, some water, and we're going to make something happen. Exactly. I'm about to do what I got to do. Yes. And that is kind of the um, the sanctity of marriage of what it's supposed to be. That's like, as back to the song again, to become one. And I mean one with your family. And this is mm -hmm. strong in this that she has shown throughout the whole time. It's like, okay, I done followed you. Now we're here. What we going to do? Okay, I'm going to work since you're you older. You sit down and you take care of the house and I'll go out and I'll work and I'll do what I have to do. You know, I think of it in this sense too is that you have, like I said, we don't know because it doesn't really give us that, as much about what Ruth's life was like before she met Naomi's son that she married. We don't know what that life was like. But we know what her life had to have possibly been like while she was married mm -hmm. because of the respect and the devotion she has for Naomi. Yes. That has to tell you that this is someone who really was much loved and, 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 and received that love and loved in return. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then she wasn't also somebody who was some weak-willed woman. Mm 
because for you to get up and say, I got to work. Now, no one's saying, again, We Naomi tells herself she old. Hell, I say I'm old and I'm only 45. So for, yeah. for, exactly. So for all we know, back in the day, 15, 13, that was old enough to get married. Okay. Yeah, back mm -hmm. in the day. And 10 years of not being, you know, no children, that's not um, impossible if you marry somebody at 13. And 10 years later, she's 23. Okay. It's not impossible at 45. I still ain't got no kids. Well, I, well I'm saying back in them days. I'm, no, but, I'm but, saying, I, but I'm, but yes, remember, I'm I put it to today's. It's like, it's still yes. the same thing. So, but Naomi could have been 45. Okay. Right. These girls could have been 20, 23 or 25 at the time. Okay. When she's with them. So it's not like Naomi wasn't possibly old enough to have married somebody or have a child because we have women in the Bible that have had children way past oh, uh, yeah. way mm -hmm. past the, what we normally call the first and age. Okay. So right. it, it's not impossible. That's why she has said that little condescending thing we're saying, okay, you're going to wait for them to grow up. So it's, it's like it wasn't out of the realm. So Naomi may not have been as old not to have been able to go out and go be for herself because that was what she was planting to do. But because of the respect, as Gwen had stated, that she had for her mother, she said, yeah, look, I'll go, I'll go get take care of everything else. Okay, that's the assumption that we have in that. Naomi she kept her behind and did what she had to do in the household that they, they had, whatever hubble rubble they got, while, while Ruth go out and go get what she had to get. Okay? Okay, so back to the scripture. So then Boaz, you know, he step up. I mean, he the owner. It's his field. So he step up and go up to Ruth. He said, listen, my daughter, like, I don't know how old Boaz was, but he called Ruth daughter. And I was like, wait a minute. So, listen, my daughter, from now on, don't go to any other field to glean. Stay right here in this one. All right. Because stay close to my young women. Watch where they are harvesting and follow them. Now, when you say young, my young women, they said, I don't know if they were his harem or whatnot. However, they are most likely the people that that he, the women he had. So keep that in mind when he says these are the women that he's most likely skin real quick. Like, who that? People know that song, right? Baby, don't worry. I, I got you. I keep that in mind. So she dropped. Okay, Sheila. You had a little technical problem here. And you're frozen, and what we didn't hear what you said. I had no now because she was so again. Okay. Wow, it's happening yeah. like whoa, you gonna protect me? Wow, what part, what part you missed? Okay, how you doing? Oh, okay, there we go. Sorry for the technical difficulties, and everything was jumping and frozen, and I don't know what the heck y'all saw because I'm not editing this because I don't know how. <laughs> Yeah, so Sheila is like paying attention and catching up to what all this stuff I was trying to get her attention to do while it was messing up. <laughs> okay. I was reading. So basically, <laughs> oh, I know. I know. So we have to go back to you reread from when Boaz said that stay in my field. Okay, let me go back then. So that's chat that was verse eight. So we're rolling. Listen to the feet okay, Sheila, still and stick and follow them. And don't worry about recording. I don't. 
Baby, can you hear me? Oh. Okay, so it came back. So basically, what happened is that Zoom decided to have a conniption fit and not work. So what I'm going to say is we're going to end it here and we're going to pick up for part three. I think so. So I'm still moving the way you think it goes. That's the thing about life, you know? So that's how you have to think about it. Sometimes plans just don't work out the way you expect them to. But they go in the way that they're supposed to go. Seriously. Okay. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to do part three from chapter, I mean, chapter, verse. Chapter two, no, chapter two verse eight and nine. Uh, verse eight. Right. So we thank you so much for being with us. And sorry for the technical difficulties that we had. It's like, it's like it is what it is. And there isn't any more. Love that and one. sometimes maybe that's where the Lord wanted us to stop at. You never know. Pretty much, yeah, that's what I'm saying, because we've never had anything this bad where it just said no. Because <laughs> they really did that for the five no years. It's like, it's like, no. And no, I'm going to see this, and it's like, I'm like, no, ma. I do not, I'm, click, I'm clicking everywhere. It says, you want to end the process? I'm like, I'm recording. I can't end it. <laughs> yeah, it's a no mas moment, and whatever was heard is going to be funny as heck to listen to. Hey! Oh, yeah, so if y'all like that or, or thought it was hilarious, you know, drop us a comment, a like, something, say something. And this is why I say that y'all should really watch the video on YouTube when we put it up. But we thank you so much for listening and staying here with us to this very end. So I am one of your co-hosts, Gwendolyn, and that is Sheila. And we'll see y'all next time. Okay, bye now. <laughs>